We now turn our attention to Parshas Vayelech, the shortest Parsha in the entire Torah, with only 30 psukim. And this is the first of our talks on the Parsha, where we'll speak about the first Aliyah, Rishon Tisheni. There are only three psukim in this Parsha, but these three psukim contain a lot of very meaningful material. Vayelech Moshe, Vayedaberes hadevorim ho'ela el kol Yisrael. And Moshe went, Moshe walked, and spoke these words to the entire Jewish people. Now we just finished studying together Parshas Nitzovim. In Parshas Nitzovim, we heard Moshe Rabbeinu's speech to the entire nation, without exception, Ish Lo Ne'edar. And they were all standing in one great assembly, Lifnei Hashem Elokeichem, perhaps, as Ibn Ezra suggests, standing before the Oron. And now Moshe, at the beginning of this week's parsha, is walking, where is he walking to? Why does he, he just stand where he is and continue to address the entire public. The Mephorshim deal with this in a variety of ways, but they all boil down to this. The big meeting, the assembly was over. Nitzavim is a previous Parsha. In this week's Parsha, Moshe Rabbeinu is no longer standing and giving a public address. Rather, he is walking around, he is circulating among the people. Perhaps he is telling them, as the Ibn Ezra suggests, that he's going to die, but that they need not be afraid of his death. And he's giving them words of chizuk. Or perhaps, as the Ramban says, Ka'asher hishlim kol devorov, after in last week's Parsha Nitzovim, he finished his speech. Everybody went back home. And then Moshe went Moshe went to say goodbye. You don't say goodbye to an audience of hundreds of thousands. You say goodbye individually, personally. And Moshe walked around like someone who wants to say goodbye. Ubaldi told and is asking permission to depart. Rabbi Yovadius Forno takes it a step further and says that after Moshe Rabbeinu finished his speech, giving the entire bris, the entire new covenant to the entire Jewish people, that bris was something which had to be celebrated. There was Simchas Habris. And now Moshe was about to die. And therefore, he went about, so he went about to console the Jewish people and to tell them not to be sad over his death. So that they should not disturb the joy, the celebratory joy of the bris. 
fascinating. Rav Hirsch goes into great detail about Moshe's example as a model leader who is now finishing his shlichus, who is now finishing his mission, and who is now about to say goodbye, and to do that, and to, and to, to present his successor. And to do that, lo koro Moshe es ha'om elov. He didn't call the people to come to him. Lo hikhilo som la'asifo. He didn't gather them in a meeting. Elovayelech. He went. Jeff Hirsch writes, of course, in Hebrew translation, Ba'atzmo holach el ha'om k'day lehiporei mimenu bepashtus gemura. He went to depart from them, to say his goodbyes with utter simplicity. With the simplicity, Hamas imala ofyo shelmi shehakosuv me idolov v'yoish Moshe onov ma'od mikol ha'odom asher al p'nei ha'odom. This vayelech, Moshe is going about from person to person and saying his goodbyes, is exemplary of a person of whom, of the only person of whom it could be said, Moshe was the most humble of all men on the face of the earth. So this is Vayelech Moshe. And what did Moshe tell the people? Indeed, I'm at the end of my life. Posuk Beis Vayomer Aleihem Ben Meyov Yesrim Shono Nochi Hayom. Today I am 120 years old. I can no longer go out and in. I can no longer lead you in war. And God has told me, this is it. I am not going to cross the Yardin with you. Of course, Rashi and all the Mephorshim asks, ask, how can it be that Moshe could say to the people, Lo uchal od I can't, I'm weak. As Rashi says, Toshash kocho. He was weak. Later in Pashas, Bezos Habrocha, toward the very end of the Torah, we will read that when Moshe died, Lo kohaso nos lecho, that his eyes were not blurred, his vision was not blurred, and his vigor was not dimmed. He was strong when he died. But rather, lo'uchalod means physically I can do it, but I'm not allowed to do it anymore. I'm no longer in charge here. Yehoshua is in charge. Or, says Rashi, I can no longer go out and in, not in matters of war, but in matters of Torah. I can't delve in the Torah anymore. I can't have the back and forth, the Lotseis Vilavo, the comings and goings of Torah dialogue, because the Misoros Umayonos Hachochma, the traditions and wellsprings of wisdom, are closed from Moshe. And here the Sifse Chachamim adds a most beautiful thought. Moshe's life was only worth living to the extent that he was in touch with the Mayonos Hachochma with the wellsprings of wisdom. Now that God had dammed up these wellsprings, and he no longer had access to them, without chachma, without wisdom, what meaning does life have? And Moshe, therefore, is ready.
or readier to depart. Powerful, powerful lesson here. The Pesach continues in Pesach Gimel. Hashem Elokecha hu over lefonecha. I'm not going to go, I won't be able to lead you, but God will go across the Yardain before you. He will destroy these nations from before you. He will drive them out. My successor, my disciple Yehoshua, he will cross the Yardin before you. As God has spoken. And so we reach Sheni, the end of the first talk on Parshas Vayelech.